Hello, everybody. Welcome to Layout. Layout is a podcast about design and technology and everything else, pretty much. This week, we talk about auto layout and uh, how sometimes it's missed and overused in Figma, uh, following up on Kevin's tweet. And then we also talk about um, uh, the fact that I'm looking to buy an apartment and talk about that a little bit. And we had a ton of follow-up to go through, follow-up on last week's episode around uh, Kevin rewriting our site in XJS and also about uh, the quiz of uh, are you a Kevin or are you a Rafa? Take the quiz, check the tweet, vote. This episode is sponsored once again by Play. They're the first native iOS design tool and they're back sponsoring layout. Check them out at createwithplay.com. We'll tell you more about them in uh, in a sec. Let's get to the show. How are you doing, buddy? I am very good. How about you? Yeah, how's the week been? It's only getting started. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, think, I don't know. It's a good week. Last week was a fun week at work. I mean, it was kind of interesting because it was Thanksgiving. And so a few people were away, but we're still, I mean, now that things are remote, you know, we have people all over the place, but there's still a large portion that is Canadian. And so we don't have Thanksgiving at the same time as uh, Americans do. Right. So it's a mix of like, there's less meetings in my calendar, but there are a ton of things going on and it just felt like we made a ton of progress last week so it just felt like a great week cool. so this week is like catching up on all the things um that i missed but uh yeah so far it's going good all right good yeah last week i had i only worked monday and tuesday and then thanksgiving long weekend yeah but it didn't feel like a five-day weekend or whatever it was <laughs> it just felt like normal you know i guess i'm still so behind on sleep and whatever. It's not like I can sleep more. Anyway, it's the end of the year and I can feel it. You know, I need a break. Mm. Um, I can feel it. We should do a like check-in, year-end review thing at some point. We should do an episode around that. Yeah, I think we have three episodes left of the year. Yeah. Right. So I don't know if you want to do the last one for this or not. But that could be good. It sounds appropriate. Yeah, yeah. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Year in review. Okay. So a little little tease spoilers. It's uh we we started looking for a house to buy first time. Ooh, that's exciting. And actually, I placed a bid this morning on one. What? Uh, pictures. Send me pictures. Yeah. Okay. So you know that's also stressful and just even like the simple fact of like oh you need to set up a couple of house viewings and stuff when you have a baby mm. like <laughs> being at a specific time in the city you know it's tricky it's very challenging it's, it's all the small things get tricky <laughs> right i feel like we have to talk about this though so how did you make the decision <laughs> that you wanted to move into a bigger place is this the show this is the show i think this is a show is this what we're talking about oh my god okay we didn't even do follow-up because we have a bunch of that all right oh true <laughs> well <laughs> i mean all right we can talk about it a bit more yeah uh you know it, it's pretty boring reason it's just uh we've been renting for forever mm. and um rents here are not cheap so we spend a lot of money we burn a lot of money on rent and we got to a point in where the current place is getting a bit cozy it was never a big apartment <laughs> but when we got this apartment only i worked from home and we didn't have a baby right and now we have two people working from home and a baby. And so it's it's getting a bit more challenging. That's a lot. Yeah. So we were ready to look to buy. I mean, the reason to buy is like here in the Netherlands, it's pretty easy to get like a good market. It's pretty easy to, to buy comparing to other countries. And so it doesn't make a lot of sense to spend a lot of money on rent. Mm. So we knew we wanted to buy. 
and um, prices are going up like crazy. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, the sooner the better because, you know, this is not going to get better. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, we've been looking. What kind of criteria is that you have when looking for a new place? For this occasion in specific, for this time and place in my life, mm -hmm. I know I want to stay in the city. So I don't want to go too far from the center. Okay. So no suburb life for you yet. No suburb life just yet. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I know I want at least three bedrooms or, or at least two bedroom in something that can resemble an office. It doesn't need to be a room like with walls and a door, but it's something. Right. I can't work from the living room anymore. Yeah. That's it. And a just slightly bigger place. So the place we're in right now, the flat is like around 80 square meters. So something closer to 100 would be a bit more comfortable because it's getting cramped in here. But of course, it's hard uh, to find a place that already fits the criteria mm. here. Uh, inner center, something you can afford. Right. <laughs> and uh, three rooms. Uh, you know, so we have to compromise. Like I know I probably won't get a place as nice view as I have right now because <laughs> mm. this is like on the canal facing right? the canal and you have yeah. a pretty picturesque uh, view and that's awesome and you get a lot of sunlight. So a lot of those things I know we kind of have to compromise on a little bit, but yeah, we found this one place. It's very cozy. That's the thing in Amsterdam. It's very, very small apartments, very old buildings, super old. So there's a lot of quirks and stuff, right? Like So much character, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So anytime I see pictures of Amsterdam, it's like, ah, everything's so like full of characters, so romantic in a way. Uh, I agree. So yeah, it's interesting. We, don't, we can talk about it later. Uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see. Fingers crossed. Nice. So now you put in an offer and you're still, you're basically, you're waiting to hear if that's going to be accepted correct yeah i literally placed an offer this morning so they probably i assume they're going to wait a couple of days to see if they can get more offers i assume mm. and then yeah, i don't know also it was the first offer and also the first place we saw we saw more in the meantime but this is the first one we visited and we just we, i couldn't stop thinking about it Ooh, i love the upstairs it's cute huh so cool <laughs> yeah so this one has like technically three floors like two floors in an attic right like studio i guess that's going to be used as an office anyway we'll see nice yeah that's amazing yeah i was asking because i feel like this move to remote really sort of affected how i think about uh you know yeah. living spaces and stuff like that we're just like oh yeah big time like that is a serious consideration now of like okay everyone like we need at least one extra room <laughs> to at least have a dedicated office if not two like when both of you are working from home and also especially i mean in my case like i'm constantly in meetings and so it's <laughs> it's not you know the best to be sharing an office uh in these circumstances so it's like yeah it is more complex factor when choosing you know where you want to live oh yeah big time i think this pandemic really has threw a wrench in the whole housing market which was crazy already but now all of a sudden right if an extra room is like a requirement uh especially in big cities like it's hard to find <laughs> it's not like the jump from like a two-bedroom to a three-bedroom in the center of the city is quite considerable not only gets way more expensive but there's way less options <laughs> right so, yeah yeah we felt it yeah and it also raises the question of like well if we're working remotely do we need to be downtown like can we be a little outside the city and it's yep. like well if we're true i forget Listen to a show. I think it was was it Cortex with CGP Grey, where he was saying like he tries to like min max things. So either get the most downtown you can be and have like a small apartment, so you're like the closest to everything. Or if you're going to be, you know, 
30 minutes away might as well be an hour away (laughs) have something way bigger or do you go like a true compromise in all aspects of like well it's not as close to the city as i'd like it to be also not as big as i'd like it to be it's kind of like an Mm in-between it's uh i don't know personally i don't know where i would land on this like (laughs) i feel like my brain goes from one to the other like go like no 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 like we really love being in the city like that's great maybe we're fine and then i'm like "Eh, but Mm -hmm. you know what like maybe it'd be nice to be able to have like at least just a little bit more and like actually like are we take full advantage of the city like maybe it wouldn't be that bad to like drive a little bit and then once you're there you're like yeah but why are we doing this compromise like we would get something that would be twice as big if we were like just a little bit more outside the city and then like the cycle oh yeah <laughs> starts over so big time and as you grow old your position shifts in that spectrum right and your life changes like i really having a kid really changed a lot of my priorities and and i thought i would appreciate more space and i know i will at some point because you know that's a classic journey you grow into a suburb (laughs) Uh, especially with kids and all but for me it was now leaving the house to go anywhere visit a friend or go out for lunch or whatever leaving the house is such a bigger challenge Mm. logistically and like everything you really have to make a like it's going to be an event (laughs) to go out for coffee like it's a thing Uh (laughs) so that if i were to live a bit far from the center like the restaurant the coffee shop your friend's house it would be way harder i see right considerably more effort right I, i thought about that like hey if i for example you know when you cross a little uh, like the big canal slash river thing at the north you know, at Framer Loop, you go through a little ferry thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, up there, that area is that like where you have to take the ferry, like the little boat to get to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I see. So that's like a new part of the city. It's like a lot of new development, new buildings, bigger apartments, and all. And you know, the ferry it works twenty four seven. It's not a big deal. <laughs> but I thought, oh my god, if we live there and just want to visit a friend, having to go with a baby on a bike right. on a ferry it's just like i I know i will give up (laughs) like i don't want to i don't want to do that it's not worth it so stuff like that and also amsterdam in specific it's such a particular city in where there's no cars no one has a car and that's true for a lot of big cities but like everyone bikes everywhere and i feel like if i also wanted to remove myself a bit from the center then all of a sudden maybe biking everywhere is not an option anymore now maybe you need a car but then if you take a car to the city that's not practical because where do you park it and just right anyway just your life gets trickier mm-hmm. <laughs> here in this city so even more reasons for me to wanting to stay close in the center yeah well the place looks amazing it's super bright looks super cute Thanks. has a lot of character as expected Hope <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. you get it i don't know if you noticed there's like this fireplace frame thing yeah but there's no actual fireplaces so they closed the fireplace down so you just get the frame like it's a stone dark black stone yeah it's beautiful fireplace frame and as I was like looking at the house and I was picturing where would I put the furniture and like where would I put the couch and stuff, like that fireplace, and just so it's clear, there's no actual fireplace. The chimney hole is closed down. <laughs> so it's just the frame. And I'm like, I kind of don't like this. It's so impractical. Like, what am I going to do with this? Because uh, I can't put the TV there. Um, that whole wall gets compromised. Like, it's, it's not as flexible. So I was asking the guy, um, like, hey, by the way, can I take this down? Oh my God. And I think he got so offended. <laughs> <laughs> That I even asked. If you're losing out on this house, it's because of this one comment. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> he was like, but this is a monument. Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, but but 
it was like, well, you can try to open the chimney and make it a chimney. You can see if it's possible or not. Like, yeah, okay. But can I take it down? Is that an option? And it was like, well, if you take it down, don't tell anyone. Don't put it out on the street and just do it, you know. But I was like, I couldn't tell if he was joking or not. <laughs> so I asked, but, but is it actually illegal? Like, is this a, like a protected monument that I can't touch? <laughs> Um, he got so offended. He was like, all oh, right, never mind. Uh, it's fine. Actually, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'll try to, you know, reverse. <laughs> it really is beautiful. Uh, but one other thing that I'm excited about this whole, like, buying a house thing is uh, buying furniture. <laughs> yeah. That's the best part. <laughs> that is very exciting. Yeah. I think we'll probably be one of those that will, like, live in an empty house for months until, like, it'll take six months for the couch to arrive. And then we'll take, you know, because we have the only furniture that we really own is, like, desks and technology and stuff and then everything baby related mm. <laughs> so the baby is set right <laughs> i think if we just get maybe a mattress for us we just put the mattress on the floor no bed and we can last like a month or two right <laughs> that thing i think <laughs> so i'm excited about that slowly building up yeah that being said you should order furniture sooner rather than later because covid delays are insane <laughs> so Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure I'll, I'll ask you for a lot of advice because I think you have great taste. Thanks, interior design taste. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. The stores are probably very different. Uh, the ones that are available to you versus me, but um, yeah, I'd be happy to to review any plans that you have. This is the most fun part, <laughs> actually. Like for me, once the entire space is like fully designed, then I start thinking, okay, what are we moving? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like excited for the next one. You're like a, a real life version of like playing The Sims. Like you just create the house, you build a family and whatever, and then you start playing and like, nah, I'm done. Yeah, that's <laughs> the fun part. Little cheat code for having unlimited money. That honestly, <laughs> this was when I was playing The Sims, that was like literally my thing. Like once everything's set up, you're like, okay, I'm kind of yeah. done with this. <laughs> yeah, I actually never met anyone who enjoyed or played The Sims like the way that the game designers intended right i can't think it's either like you just spend infinite money cheat code spend all the time designing houses yep or you're just like chaotic like ooh, i'll make a eight person family in this tiny thing i'll just put people in the pool and then remove the stairs how do you lock someone <laughs> into a room yeah exactly so i think yeah actually i was a mix of both probably yeah <laughs> It says a lot about a person. Uh, <laughs> All right. Should we start the show and talk about follow-up real quick? Let's do it. Follow-up in the middle. Boom. It's a reverse show, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, we should, we should start with the outro. So thanks so much for listening. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. Uh, now, yeah, we have we got a lot of follow-up. Uh, a lot of them related around your our, our talk about uh, Next.js and, and your, your rewriting our website, right? Do you want to go through this? Yeah, I was actually very surprised about this like when we were recording the episodes i was like i want to talk about this because i'm personally interested in it i don't know how much people are gonna like this mm-hmm. <laughs> and it turns out a lot i was too to be fair because i was editing i was like is this too much uh, i feel like we underestimate our audience or maybe our audience is more diverse we have more like nerds than we, <laughs> than we think i don't know but yeah to me this is just like ah like all of you you're my people you know <laughs> it's like we are interested in the same thing so that, that's good that's good to hear do you want to walk us through uh, some of this feedback so yeah i'm trying to see so we have person named how do you pronounce this swix yeah swix uh sean 
uh, we worked together in Netlify for a bit. Uh-huh. So he suggested, like, yes, you should have 100% used Netlify functions. Apparently, I've learned that everyone knew about Netlify functions and somehow I didn't. Uh, my bad. Uh, I will <laughs> definitely still haven't had time to see if I can migrate this over to Netlify, but I probably will in the in the coming weeks, just like simplifying things. Having everything just hosted all at once in one place is obviously better. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yay, Netlify. That's cool. Thanks, Spix. <laughs> and then what else? Oh, we had Ollie also. Listener Ollie, which I think... OG. Has he been on the show? OG, right? Ollie was in the, that one weird show we did, like either the layouties or like in the year special in where we had some listeners call in. We had like a Google Hangouts and we shared the link. Remember that? Yeah. We only did once and it was weird. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, Ollie is, a, is an OG listener. Hi, Ollie. Yeah. And I've met him. I met him uh, once uh, here in Amsterdam a long time ago. Huh. I don't think I've met him, but I'm pretty sure we were on a like video call together that we just had a little chat anyways yeah so he sort of submitted his vote (laughs) for css modules which is what i'm using currently which was a new thing that i tried with this project i've never used css modules before i think it has a lot of advantages i think for me the downside is still i don't know how i'm supposed to share uh media queries basically in between files but other than that, generally, like, the experience of using it was pretty good. Nice. Um, I think his way of doing it is combining it with SAS, which maybe there you can use, like, share some variables with SAS, which I wasn't doing that, but... Yeah, I think I was using uh, post-CSS, uh, like, an Netlify early days. Mm. CSS modules in post-CSS, it got, you know, got us a lot what we needed. Right, right. And then, on top of that, uh, we had listener Tim, who uh, was thanking us about the uh, the great nerdy episode that this was. <laughs> That's how it's known now, the great nerdy episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it reminded him of the journey that he's been on, transforming from UI design to software engineering. So, yep, <laughs> that's kind of part of the life. And then, I think the last one, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm missing, but uh, listener uh, Zeno, Zeno, I never know how to pronounce it. Please tell us. Honestly, I haven't asked him yet. We should ask him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should ask him. Send us an audio clip. <laughs> we'll, we'll know for next time. But sent me like a super long breakdown of how he's approaching setting up a website for his podcast. I think it's not live yet like they haven't announced it yet so i'm not gonna mention it but he broke this down he's using sounder.fm to publish his podcast which i didn't know about Hmm. at all Uh, seems like an interesting service where you can host your podcast and you know include some minutes there um but yeah other than that a lot of the the sort of behind the scenes are similar to ours so won't the the entire thing but really appreciate you sharing your approach to this i think it's really cool and yeah it's fun to see sort of like slight differences in how people are approaching this uh sort of common problem (laughs) that is building a podcast website so uh yeah i've had a lot of fun just reading all the replies nice and then we got some other replies discussion around dune or june or dune uh (laughs) so listener chevy no one commented on the pronunciation oh yeah send us uh, audio clips how do you how do you pronounce this og listener chevy said that um two cents don't read dune it's my worst reading decision this year 
end quote. Okay. Uh, so it <laughs> confirms my yep. suspicion. I still want Kevin to do it. I saw that and I stopped reading the... Uh... <laughs> The excerpt that I... Oh, you started. Well, just before the previous episode, I had downloaded the uh, Kindle Mm. sort of like excerpt intro thing. I see. That I started. And then, yeah, I saw that and I was like, okay, fine. (laughs) I'm not doing it. (laughs) Dodge the bullet there. Are you happy now? (laughs) And then uh, listen to Tim. Not only he coined the term the great nerdy episode, but they also said that 2021 June is a perfect parallel to 2001 Lord of the Rings. Which is an interesting take. You know what, uh, Tim? I think I'm going to challenge this. I think it's different. <laughs> yeah. For a lot of reasons. I mean, sure, it's also a book adaptation. Sure. You know what? I keep bringing up this podcast, uh, Lessons from a Screenplay, or Behind the Screenplay, whatever. Lessons. I, I, I've recommended this uh, numerous times. And I'm going to link, I think it's a video by Patrick Williams, I think, actually, uh, saying like why the Lord of the Rings trilogy is the not just the best trilogy, but the only good movie trilogy it's like effectively the way that the lord of the rings movies happen was like such a unique specific event that we haven't been able to replicate and probably never will uh since so i don't know where i'm going so deep into this but like yeah lord of the rings i'm really protective (laughs) lord of the rings is the most boring trilogy i have ever seen in my life and also possibly possibly the worst trilogy ever created what are you doing do not care about it i don't want to hear anything about it it's boring and yeah dune has nothing to do with the terribleness (laughs) <laughs> what wonderful. is happening here? <laughs> that is a great insult to any movie to compare it to the, the Lord of the Rings. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, you can f- you can follow us on Twitter at LayoutFM. I also reject this uh, this premise, though. <laughs> for the opposite reasons that I'm rejecting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, congratulations, uh, Tim. Very uh, hot take there. Uh, <laughs> we- <laughs> don't tweet that. You'll get in trouble. Or maybe do. We both agree in disagreeing with your take. <laughs> no, we, I mean, we both disagree with his take for opposite reasons. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> okay. Wow, Kevin. We're going to need an intervention at some point. Uh, whatever. Okay. And this is how we announce that the show is over. <laughs> we have, uh, differences that we cannot reconcile. <laughs> Thank you so much, for everyone, for following, uh, following along our journey. You're welcome for breaking up this podcast, Tim. <laughs> yep. You did it. Speaking of OG listeners, we somehow, like the timing, we just missed this last episode. But listener Dave, Dave Darns, who we called out, I think at least twice, like, hey, uh, do the BuzzFeed quiz. Like, are you uh, Kevin or are you Rafa? Um, Guess what? He came through. He did it. He did it. We're going to put a link in the show notes. This is a quiz, a BuzzFeed quiz, which, by the way, I didn't even know you could create like BuzzFeed. Me quiz. either. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to create like a custom, like a little website or something. Yeah. Same. Like a little, like a little fake BuzzFeed thing. And I was like, wait a minute. This is like a, the actual BuzzFeed <laughs> website. What happened? When he shared the URL with us, I saw BuzzFeed.com. I was like, wait. <laughs> Is this like weird character in there? Like it's not an actual E. Right. Right? Like it can't be BuzzFeed.com. Turns out, uh, yeah, you can. It's like, I guess it's not published. Whatever. But it's there. So it's an incredible quiz. I didn't count the questions, but you know, it's, it's a short quiz. You can, you can go through right now. As you're listening to us right now, go through the quiz and find out if you are a Kevin or are you a Rafa. Uh, I took the test and uh, guess what? I'm a Rafa. 
Yeah, so surprising. And I'm a Kevin, unsurprisingly. <laughs> and then I found out that uh, David, the OG, the author of this, uh, he's a Kevin. Yes. And, uh, and Jess, uh, his wife, is a Rafa. <laughs> and then I had Debs, my wife, take the quiz as well. And she's a Kevin. Mawa. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that we are a great match. <laughs> I think we're, we're, we're a great match. <laughs> and the fact that all these great relationships, you know, it's between a Kevin and a Rafa. I mean... To be fair, there's not many other options, right? So it's like a pretty binary choice. Um, Still, but if you're in a relationship with two Rafas, I am sorry. I don't think this is going to work out. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, same with Kevin. So, Kevin, has Wade take the quiz? No, he hasn't, actually. Oh my God. I should do that. That's going to be follow-up for the next episode. What, is he around? Just text him a link saying, hey, by the way, can you do this real quick? He is around. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know. I think he's still working, but... Um, I'll try to send him this. It takes three seconds. Just text. Shoot him a text. For science, you know, if Wei is indeed a Rafa, I think we have definite proof <laughs> proof that this is what makes a you know great relationship. If he's a Kevin, then I don't know. I guess you can have a, that conversation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, break it to him. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Thank you so much for creating this. This is so fun. Thank you, Dave. This is this is really good. Um, actually, a couple of the questions. I didn't know which answer would be a Rafa or a Kevin. Mm. I should don't. The poncho pals or layout layers. I think I'm the supposed to be the poncho pal because I, I had the whole poncho thing. But Yeah, I think so. So maybe. The infinite scrolling. I actually forget. I remember us talking about it. I forgot like the resolution of that. <laughs> what is your current opinion on this? It definitely has a, its place in the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Still... <laughs> Still, uh, you know, choosing the same option. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd forgotten you had such a <laughs> such an extreme <laughs> take on this. Uh, okay, fair enough. And um, I just want to, Dave, I just want to make a quick, uh, just, just dropping you a note, because uh, I think this one thing is, is wrong. Uh, to the question, what are you willing to do for a good display? There's two answers. One, everything. <laughs> two, wait. I want to make a correction, because everything could include wait. It's everything. So wait, it's not, you know, everything is also wait. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, just saying. Come on. Okay, so everyone. You're Syracuse saying this, uh, this question. You can add that one more question, <laughs> Dave, to the quiz now. <laughs> like, what did you think of the question above? <laughs> okay. Yeah, what did you think of this questionnaire? <laughs> <laughs> well, I loved it. Okay, uh, Dave, thanks so much. I'm going to put links in the show notes. Uh, everyone should take the quiz. And uh, let us know. Uh, actually, uh, a lot of you already shared uh, your results. We should do... You know what? What I'm going to do? I'm going to do a poll on Twitter when we post this episode on the layout account. Okay. We will include a poll. Once you're done filling out the survey, uh, you are the questionnaire, you go on, twi- on Twitter and then answer on the poll. Uh, oh. Are you a Kevin or are you a Rafa? I'm curious to know. Very interesting. How many, like, where's the breakdown of our listeners? Yeah. Am I talking to just like a bunch of Rafas out there or <laughs> is there, you know. That is very interesting. Do I have enough Kevins to, to build a, a small army? Yeah. Why don't we tweet that right now and maybe we can have a little thing at the end, a little check-in. Oh, right now. Oh, never mind. You're very ambitious about what we can accomplish during the recording of this show. Yeah. I love, people don't know this, but Rafa is like the person that every episode is like, hey, can we keep this like a short episode? Like, please, <laughs> like, you know, I really like can't stay for very long. And I was like, okay. Can you tell which one of us edits this? <laughs> right. 
But then it's like during the duration of the episode, we're like 30 minutes in, and then Rafa is like, okay, like we'll have these like, you know, running things, you know, ongoing, and then we'll like <laughs> review the live results in like 10 minutes. It's a live show, live show. When this episode is over. <laughs> ah. And so. You know. Speaking of a short show, last piece of follow-up is uh, your recommendation last week was about, uh, you recommended this uh, mic arm, the El Gato, uh, <laughs> low-profile uh, mic arm. I think that's... That's exactly how you should pronounce it. El Gato. <laughs> and I said at the time that I was waiting for mine. It was going to be delivered the following day. And it was. Mm-hmm. So I've been using it. I like it. It's okay. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> Uh, I'm still, it's just like the way I had my desk set up, I need to rethink some things, I think, mm. because of this low profile. Right now, it's like it's mounted to the left corner of my desk. Uh, right. Which means that like if I just rotate it, like to fold it up or something, that whole radius around it, a whole section of my desk, I can't put stuff there because it would hit mm, it, you know? I see. So do you have it like what, like almost in front of you? Is that what's happening? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it it really sort of wants to be behind your display. Mm. Yeah, but see, but I don't like the symmetry of that. <laughs> the symmetry. Take a picture of your setup right now, so that I can see it. Oh, that reminds me when I was sort of featured in friend Allier's YouTube videos at Ultra Links and Twitter. Yeah, that series that I've tried to get in for the past <laughs> four, I think, iterations. One day you can do it. You can do it. One day. <laughs> I saw you had video. I think like you need to go next time. You need to go full on like a full video walkthrough of your setup <laughs> and everything. Like make it impossible for him not to include it because your footage looks better than the rest of his videos. <laughs> wow. But I remember when this went out, I had a bunch of random people would just like message me and basically complain that my pictures were. Wait, wait, can I say it? Okay, because you didn't have your mic plugged in. <laughs> right oh but not even people didn't even like talk about this really like people were just complaining that how come like there's not like a bunch of papers everywhere on your desk and like why like there's no way your desk is that clean usually like that's i never get that not realistic like that's not a real desk and i was like you know if i have you over at my place i will clean the dishes in my sink Right. Yeah. That doesn't mean I never have dishes in my sink the same way. That doesn't mean that I don't have stuff on my desk. Yeah. If I'm going to take a picture of my desk, let me clean it up. <laughs> of course. Of course. Duh. So anyway, yeah, let me let me unplug my mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that okay. That one I stand by because okay. So I used to only use my microphone for podcasting. I see. And then in that picture, I have the terrible old like Amazon mic arm that doesn't have cable management integrated with it and so anytime i wasn't recording i would unplug the mic and remove the headphones like remember they just leave the mic that way i see um so it's like not entirely crazy yeah obviously like you know i'm not pretending that i'm currently using the computer because i'm not (laughs) there i'm taking the picture but uh but anyways fair enough no need to be so defensive but it's fair so hopefully you're gonna make it in this time but otherwise next time i think you just i think maybe you just gotta make your own (laughs) yeah i guess so i'll start a youtube channel just for this just to feature my workspace (laughs) over and over every week i'll do a little Uh, actually even like just i keep changing things so often that i again he tweeted 
something today and I was going to send pictures but like I don't have pictures with the new mic stand. I don't have pictures with my my two tone headphones anymore. Like it's just it's always out of date and I so I always feel like <laughs> it's not great. Anyway, jeez. So uh, I think that's it for follow up. We did it. We powered through. <sighs> Good job. Uh thanks everyone for writing in, for sharing your opinions, your thoughts, uh your feels. Keep doing that. And uh in the meantime, Go check our Twitter account at LayoutFM and uh, take the quiz and let us know. Are you Kevin or Rafa? Because, you know, for science. For science. This is fun. Cool. All right. Um, Kevin Clark. Kevin Gregory Clark. You tweeted something about auto layout, and I guess it was quite controversial. Uh, let's talk about it. But before we do, 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 do. Do you want to tell us about our sponsor? Yeah. I would love to tell you about our sponsor. So Play is back. Play is back, baby. Yeah. Play is a mobile app uh, for your iPhone that lets you design entire mobile apps directly on you know, your mobile device. Uh, it has tons of features that many other traditional design tools have, like the ability to create you know, text layers, import images. But it also, on top of that, has lots of features that most other design tools don't. One of the great features that I really like about Play is their collections feature, which allow you to automatically repeat elements and then connect it to sort of a data source where you can populate the information. It is backed by the same uh, native engine that powers you know, collection views uh, and stuff like that on iOS. Um, so it's really performant and it allows you to achieve a lot of really advanced things. Uh, they also have things like you know, native components for video. So you can add a video anywhere, your designs, and it'll just play once you, you know, you get into the preview mode. I took advantage of that in uh, a little like fun design uh, that I created just to test out play. Uh, we'll have a link to that in the show notes. Uh, they also have things like live maps. They have date pickers. They have steppers. They have input text. So many features that help you get a real feel for what the app is truly going to be like once you use it. And to me, I think that really changes your process as a designer and really helps you fine-tune things like animations and interactions, all without compromising on you know more advanced features like uh, you can create these like components uh, and you have access to libraries of existing pre-made components by the play team. Anytime you need to import an image or a video or something like that, they automatically connect to uh, third-party sources where you can automatically, you know, get an image. I was making this fun sort of app uh, that shows, you know, movie uh, buying experience, and I wanted to include a video to show, hey, maybe there would be a trailer here. I'm able to quickly search for a keyword, and then boom, have a video that could just play right then and there inside the app. Play is all of this and so much more. They are currently still in early access, but we have a link for the first 25 people who click this link. We'll have it in the show notes. You can get early access to try it out, play with it, and see what you think. I'm going to tell you, it's really worth checking it out. Even if you're not thinking like, you know, you might want to design things direct on your phone yet, just playing with it, you'll see how easy it is to use. So go check it out. Their website where you can learn more is createwithplay.com. Then otherwise, we'll have links in our show notes where you can get a full access invite and then you can see some of the stuff that I've been designing with it. 
Boom. Thank you, play. Okay. So, Kevin Patrick Clark tweeted, and I'm not going to use the... I'm not going to clap, because... <laughs> I have a problem with that, but whatever. I think you have to clap. You know what? Then you do it. You do the rendition. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's your tweet. It's your words. No, no, no. Well, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> now I feel shy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not going to use claps. But um, anyway, Kevin Michael Clark tweeted, This is your yearly reminder that you don't need to use auto layout for everything in Figma. Uh, you got a lot of replies here. I think you stirred some shit here. (laughs) (laughs) The worst part is I wasn't even expecting it. Like, I felt like I had a pretty reasoned argument that I'm saying you shouldn't use it for everything. Right. Right? You should use it for some things, just not everything. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe not everything needs auto layout. But that's not a fun take. Turns out... (laughs) Turns out that was very controversial. I mean, I think the clapping removes nuance, you know? <laughs> yeah, so what triggered this? Like, what, what happened? Uh, it's just like a usual thing that, like, you know, you sometimes, for some reasons, you need to tweak someone's file, <laughs> and then you're, tr- you're trying to do something, and then you're like, oh my goodness. How the hell can I just like, I want to move this thing three pixels to the left and there's like 14 nested (laughs) auto layout things all the way down this page. What a mess. This is a a bit of me like grumpy old man yells (laughs) at the internet. At Figma. (laughs) Of like, well, I don't think it's necessarily Figma because I do recognize that auto layout is useful and has a lot of things that you know where it makes your workflow better yeah yeah. i think it's much more at like the way we use it and i felt like hey like there's a bunch of like just inspecting some of that file not trying to throw anyone under the bus here Mm -hmm. but just inspecting things in that file it's like did everything need auto layout (laughs) right like do you need auto layout to do like spacing all around a single item yeah brah at the spacer frames (laughs) and then like nested and then like everything just is like a spider web of auto layout Mm -hmm. i was just like oh my gosh like even the hierarchy tree there's like actually not much going on in this screen but the level of nesting of auto layout is unbelievable Mm -hmm. to me (laughs) and so anyways i tweeted this thought it was a reasonable argument i think you know auto layout is a helpful feature maybe you shouldn't use it for everything and i was like curious to open maybe a conversation about like you know what are some of the best practices of like when should you use it when should Uh you not use it not that i'm the expert on this that's why i'm like i'm not that i have strong opinions (laughs) for how it should be but i just have a feeling that you know maybe there are some cases where it's overused and where you start to lose some of the benefits in my mind we should have uh, joey on so the reason why i was bringing this up other than the fact that just hey isn't this funny that like i tweeted this and then so many people felt attacked <laughs> i guess was kind of interesting to me with uh, great auto layout responsibility wait <laughs> no with great auto layout power comes great auto layout responsibility right but i was curious to ask you as i feel like i always think of you as someone who's very knowledgeable and like very on top of all these like okay. you know things that the kids are doing these days <laughs> we like 
am I the bad guy here? Like, am I wrong about this? Like, how do you feel about that? Like, do you have a way that you like to use auto layout? Do you use it for literally everything? As apparently everyone on the internet. <laughs> I mean, no, of course not literally for everything. Uh, I think I can empathize with the frustration of like picking up, uh, it's usually a component and you're trying to change a little thing, but it's so uh, drenched in auto layout that it becomes um, unusable. You can't, you can't do anything. You know, I can relate to that frustration. I think auto layout is like I personally like to use and use and abuse auto layout like use it almost as much as I can uh, when I'm assembling uh, like library components that people will pull from uh, when I'm just exploring still tweaking some UI or just like you know something is not quote final auto layout I've found that a lot of times just makes it the whole thing slower for me the whole process but I also found and see a lot of like overuse of auto layout i think if whatever you're trying to achieve like auto layout should be good to be responsive also easy to like change an order of a list or something like it should bring value right and not just like look i managed to assemble this ui with no like you know absolute positioning if you will like with just auto layout right <laughs> it gets to a point it just feel like you're flexing yes and it's not actually making it easier to use or to scale or to change then i think you're doing it wrong so that's where i stand actually i love auto layout and i use it a lot but i try to use it on again library files like components and i try to use it still as like something that makes it easier to change adapt like swap components and stuff right so one of the things i picked up from what you said is while you're doing a lot of design exploration you're gonna have less sort of auto layout as you're shuffling stuff around yeah usually yeah i mean less it's not like i don't use it until it's final right because a lot of times like auto layout just makes it actually easier mm. you know if you're, if you're making a, i think the, the easiest thing is like a table view like a list of components usually yeah wrap that baby in the auto layout thing is a list boom and then it's very easy to change your order <laughs> and stuff um right so yeah did you speaking of order do you find it weird that the order is backwards like the top item is the bottom of the layer list uh yeah that always trips me up and also but uh, even worse even weirder for me i never really understood why is i get really annoyed even though it's rare when it happens but when it does happen it just frustrates me to hell the fact that the order of let's say a list order as in like from top to bottom is tied to the order of like on top like the z index in the position they're intertwined like they're the same if you will oh yes yeah, 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 yeah. that is extremely annoying yeah, yeah, yeah. i've heard you talked about this yeah <laughs> yeah again rare but yeah sometimes i have to do little right. tricks and maybe again this is the point against using auto layout probably too much but sometimes i do something like i want an overflow right if i want something to have an overflow i just do like a wrap a larger element in a small frame and I make the frame super small and then just have that like let's say image or whatever like overflow that frame if you will okay I see <laughs> maybe this is not clear this is you know podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> audio so it extends beyond the frame yeah right let's say that I want to have like a background and a illustration um, I don't want that actual illustration which will probably be quite big to be part of the like layout flow I just wanted to be like a back, uh, but still responsive and like adapt. Oh, uh, right. Okay. This is a really bad example. I, I can show you that at some point. An example. 
<laughs> yeah. Anyways, I'd be interested. Like, it's hard for me to share things without, like, you know, sharing something that someone doesn't want to share. But I'm sort of tempted to try to recreate some examples of, like, here's a what I often see as a very heavy auto layout use mm-hmm. and try to have, like, here's side by side what I feel is like a maybe more pragmatic <laughs> auto layout, like very minimal auto layout usage yeah. um, for this component in a way that I feel like is just easier. Like sometimes I feel like you're flexing, right? Like this is what you said, like you're making your life harder just to say that it's using auto layout. Yeah. And I'm personally, I'm like not as interested in that. And I'm much more interested about like, okay, what's going to help you get to where you need to be as fast as possible. And then the whole point of this is we're not creating a perfect picture because this will be built afterwards anyways. And so like the whole point of this is so that it's easy to change and iterate on. Mm-hmm. And so like anything that gets in the way of that is making your life harder not easier and just like like with programming and you know pretty much with everything there's different ways of achieving the same result or looking result and you know same i can make very ugly code with a bunch of for loops nested and whatever and maybe you can refactor that whole thing in a way more clean <laughs> simpler solution i think the same is for this i think i'm sure there's people more well-versed in using auto layout and those features which are still new right you know um and i see i see a lot of like people using groups instead of frames i hate it why um so i've you know yeah i'm talking about you bryn uh Uh, (laughs) just kidding yeah i might have had to refactor some things because it's so ugly so you know so don't blame the tool blame the designer (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then the other thing is like i think a lot of people just like you know chimed in with their own jokes but don't take these things personally right like yeah yeah. (laughs) this is a tool or you know this is tweeting bad opinions on the internet for fun Uh (laughs) you know so don't take this as a personal attack kevin's a troll yeah i'm I'm a bit of a troll sometimes (laughs) just shit posting but also i feel like i you know it comes from a good place it comes from a good place okay did we settle this Uh, you know i think it's fair i think we settled it we settled it i think so yeah auto layout is great but very often sometimes overused (laughs) yeah uh layout is the best thing ever until it's the worst thing ever (laughs) right cool okay Uh, i'm glad we settled it and uh again uh, i think we renewed our design podcast license for another year (laughs) Uh, if you listening to this if you have very strong opinions about our layout you know what we keep saying this no one actually followed through y'all know that if you want us to send audio messages or whatever we can feature you in the podcast and play the thing you can be a part of it so if you have very strong opinions about our layout and if you feel like a tweet is not enough you can send us an audio recording or something Ooh, i would love that (laughs) that'd be fun yeah. We have a sort of like async conversation with someone. Yeah. <laughs> like every week they're like, no, I disagree with what you said. And we're like, okay, well, I'll see you in a week. And then <laughs> a week later we're like, no, what this person says is wrong. And then like next week. <laughs> you know, just... Yeah. I've been using a lot of like audio messages at work, like it's in Slack. Mm. I don't know if you have. I started doing that. And also on messages, like just sending messages to people. Yeah. Because people now send me the videos, yeah. right? Where they'll be like, hey, like, I want to walk you through this design. And I think, like, that's really cool. And that's a good way to do that. And then, like, before, I would just, like, leave them a big comment. But I always find text is not a good format for feedback. Mm. Just plain is not a good format because you cannot really get across your emotions. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. 
And so you can read the same piece of feedback as like being very dismissive or being angry or being thinking that uh, this is really not good yep. versus when you're talking about it, you can much more easily sort of express your state of mind when you're giving the feedback um and if you're asking a question whether it's like a legit question or if it's more like sort of telling people you know what you think for your question and so i've been playing with that of just hey let me send them just like an audio note and just talk for you know two minutes straight and just as a response to if they're sending me the video i'd just like to add to that that uh yeah now that technology and just like internet connections and all that have been way more accessible like because before sending a video like a five minute video quite hard expensive thing to do i have to say that recording videos in audio it requires some like a different skill than writing text which is there's a performance aspect to it that just like any other skill it's a skill it it can be better or worse and improved Uh, so i found that like a lot of people especially in the beginning when they tried it like when they start recording looms or now slack videos or whatever like you can usually if you re-record that and i know sometimes it's the worst feeling ever you just recorded like a 10 minute long thing and then for some reason you lose the recording it's the worst but maybe sometimes re-recording it just makes it so much better so much more clear and succinct because sometimes people just drag and just like oh i don't want to watch a 10 minute video that you know you're going to share like (laughs) two points uh whatever about this one thing yeah so just be mindful of that like sometimes re-recording or even just like rehearsing it in your head like okay i'm going to say talk about this and that maybe even like make a little couple notes little bullet points on the side just so you know you want to hit something um it's been really helpful yeah it's happened to me before where like you record something and then either you realize there's no audio (laughs) (laughs) nothing i recorded or something messed up or you know i stumbled at the end or whatever and i want to re-record it the second time or the third time you record something so much better you get much more efficient yeah (laughs) also if you use loom know that like there's keyboard shortcuts but i think you can also do it uh, in the ui with the mouse but you can pause the recording so if you're like trying to think of something or whatever quickly with a keyboard shortcut hit pause think what you're going to say and then resume it's an easy way to like edit yourself like live that's cool so yeah all right all right let's do recommendations let's do recommendations my recommendation is a repeated recommendation so i'm going to cheat and i'm going to say that i'm recommending this update to pixelmator pro i love this app and it keeps getting better and better and i love everything about it so i think it's definitely top three native apps right now like on my mac yeah that's great and like a week ago they, they've released a new update codename abracadabra <laughs> that'll make sense in a second the big uh, update to that is that they added a bunch of like ai powered background removal in photos it was already pretty good but like the pixelmator they've been just investing a lot in machine learning tweaks and ai powered like features and whatever and this one is like so 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 good i've tried it play with it it's probably the best like background uh, remover uh, that i've played with also they have like a feature specific for like subjects so you don't even have to like kind of say what the background is or whatever uh, they also have the shortcuts support and also, uh, you know, the services, if you right click on something, they're like services, you can yeah. mm-hmm. quick actions. So they've added that for their 
fancy new background removal. So like from the Finder, you can right-click on a photo and say remove background, and it will just create a new version of that with a thing. Interesting. Yeah, really, really good. And uh, just another thing I want to mention about this, I found, I discovered, after all these years of using Pixelmator, I've discovered that they have a YouTube channel. And in that YouTube channel, it's not just like the videos of, you know, when there's a new update to like the marketing videos. There's also a bunch of tutorials, really, really good tutorials over not only how to use the the app, the tool, but also just basic photography uh, tutorials and tips. Uh, I found this last one. They like there's a video of them recreating the, you know, that last event like the promotional image of the Apple event, you already had this like lake with that glowing Apple logo. There's like like a cool effect, almost like the portal looking. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they've recreated that from scratch using Pixelmator Pro, and like it's such a oh, wow. cool way to like learn more about the tool, but just like figure out how they do these advanced effects and stuff. Yeah, it's been really cool. Uh, and at the time of this recording, and I know this is like I think this is for Black Friday or whatever, but at the time of this recording. Pixelmator is still at 50% off. So if you haven't bought it yet, this is a great opportunity to do so. Again, the sale might have ended by the time you're listening to this, but uh, check it out. Uh, love this app, and this is a great update. Nice. Boom. Awesome. My recommendation this week is a specific podcast episode. <laughs> uh, Reconcilable Differences, which is like a show that I really like mm-hmm. uh, with Merlin Mann and John Syracuse. And in that episode, they talk about a thing that I've personally thought about a lot. And I think you and I maybe have discussed about this a little bit, like where, and for me, it comes from a slightly maybe different place than the two hosts in that show. But I've often wondered, like, as you get older, is there a point where you're just, you make the decision that you are complete as a human, just like, okay, my style doesn't evolve from now on, right? I am <laughs> I'm fixing time. My personal ideas for how the world should work just stay like cemented in time. I become new technology is not a thing that I feel like I can really incorporate into my life. It's not just that you are complete. It's more of like you figure it out. You know what's right, you know what's wrong, you know what you like, you know what you don't like, and it, it's harder to welcome change and to keep open minds and, and change your mind and opinion over things. Right. And that's something we just that I believe that's just natural, like for humans. We see this. It's a cliche. Like the older you get, the more conservative and like, you know, closed minded and, and resistant to change. That's how it works. But yeah. Yeah. And I've thought a lot about this, about how do I combat this? (laughs) Like that I feel like I do not want this to happen to me. Right. (laughs) Like I get that it happens to other people and I get, you know, it's probably natural and whatever, but I don't want this to happen to me. Right. I don't want to get to a point where I feel like I'm left behind by the world of technology. I don't want to feel like I'm the wrong side of history in terms of like, social issues and i want to like always have that sort of open mind to feel like i'm up in a way up to date with where society is going right right and it was so interesting to hear john syracuse in particular like expressing so many similar kind of concerns and his level of thoughtfulness of how He's been, like, trying to essentially predict social issues 
of the future and find ways to counterbalance some of the natural biases that set in as you get older. And anyways, I don't want to spoil the whole conversation, but in my opinion, like a really interesting conversation uh, on a topic that I've been interested in for a long time. And it was just so interesting to see like, you know, someone that I feel like I've listened to for many years and felt very like we think about things slightly differently like I but I always feel like he's way ahead of me <laughs> on everything and it was so interesting to hear him talk about these topics so highly recommend it it's reconcilable differences I think it's a hard show for new people to get into I would agree yeah there is probably a lot of just random chatter at the beginning of this episode what I will try to do is go back and try to give you a timestamp where that specific conversation starts and i think once you get into the conversation you can listen to just the conversation without having too much context on you know who the hosts are are and everything yeah but i'm telling you this is a great episode cool. i started listening to this morning um not all the way through but uh yeah it's great i love that show but yeah i can tell that you know it's a hard recommendation for the, the show not this particular episode or discussion i think you should listen to it but yeah uh, like if you don't know the host i think the show is so much about both the host's personalities that i guess it helps a lot if you know them like you know where john circus is coming from or you know who he is or the, how quirky marley man is uh, yeah if you don't you can also just pick it up pretty quick <laughs> but, but yeah i love it it's sort of watching the director's commentary of a movie you haven't seen <laughs> interesting <laughs> it's just kind of they can take that segment cool all right good stuff this is a fun episode uh you can check out our website layout.fm that kevin rewrote the back end for and uh, you can follow us on twitter that's where you should tweet at us to tell us how you feel about our layout either tweet at the show at layout.fm or tweet at, at us directly i'm at rafahari kevin is at vernal kick links for all this stuff we mentioned are in the show notes if you don't know where the show notes are well our website they're, they're there also layout.fm slash what episodes slash 219 is that the url yeah and you can do slash episode or slash episodes so fancy it'll it'll work so fancy cool all right thanks so much for listening and uh, we'll talk to you next week all right bye bye